Oh, snap. Is this the guy? This is the dude. The duder abides. <laughs> What's up, What's up man? Oh, uh, jinx. Personal jinx. Nice, dude. Nice. I went to Millie's birthday party or birthday dinner and just chilling, watching the Mariners game. They freaking piled it on the last couple innings. Yeah, surprising with how poorly they fared against the brew the brew crew. Dude, if they win prior. this game, I win twenty bucks because fucking Mister Hot Shot at work beat me in the Super Bowl. I I had to pay him twenty bucks, and he's like, dude. The Cardinals, they're going to come in here, and they're going to sweep the Mariners. And I was like, uh, <laughs> can I get my 20 bucks back? He's like, you're on. You're on, bro. Yeah. As long nice. as they hold out tonight, I'll, I'll get my 20 bucks back. Cool. Yeah, man. I, it's always nice when you can uh, do that. I never really bet on games, honestly. It's just it's never – I never really understood over under – you know, any of that stuff. But there's plenty of people that do it and do it on the regular. So more power to them. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it makes it more entertaining, but at the same time, it's a whole rabbit hole. So honestly, like I've made, they're all work bets, and I've I've made like maybe four work bets in the last year. So it's not like anything okay. crazy. Yeah, I get you. All right, all right. Well, how are you doing, good sir? Doing well. Yeah, we're uh, five weeks out from having another little baby join our family. Oh, so that's... oh my goodness. <laughs> All the excitement around that for sure. Uh, do you have like a baby registry or anything going? Yeah. Yeah. Rachel does. I'll, uh, I'll get the link and, and forward it and put it, put it in the, the podcast too. So yeah, let's do it, man. Let's see if we get lucky here. That'd be sweet. No, the nice Nice thing is, is with Fletcher, we kept all of his stuff, like everything in storage. So we, we got all that out. We've got most of everything we need, but you know, there's just some of those, some of those little things like the diapers and the wipes and you know, those things that, yeah, you got to stock up on all the time. Yeah. really lifesavers, but. Right, right, right. Right on. Well, man, best of luck. That's a, that's a literal <laughs> life changer. Yes, life starting, <laughs> starting over again at 37. <laughs> Hey, more power to you, man. It's all good. It'll keep you young. Or make me feel that much older, however you want to look at it. Well, you know, you're either overwhelmed with you know, inexperience or you're overwhelmed with lack of energy. So pick your poison. Mm-hmm. I'll take all the poison. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's awesome, man. All right. All right. Well, um, we got a big old Seahawks draft coming up in a week, and I just couldn't couldn't not do one and i was just like i'm gonna do one and i started it and i was driving in the truck and i was like this is wrong this is wrong <laughs> you cannot do this without john sacrilegious yeah i mean you just a you make the podcast sound better and b like you have so many you have so much good insight on this stuff that it was just i was my internal conscious was going stop 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 i was like fine Bye. Well, let me let me tell you. So most drafts, I don't get as excited because typically, you know, as you know, the Seahawks usually do really well, and they usually have late first round picks, if any, because they might trade for a player and give up all their first round picks. But this draft, I got super hyped for, 
much to my wife's dismay because I spent a lot of time doing a lot of research <laughs> about all the players and all this stuff. And I think I put together a pretty good ideal draft for the Seahawks. And yeah, I'm just super Jones because it's our highest first round draft pick since 2009 when we picked Aaron Curry with the fourth pick. Um, so uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing what how this all unfolds for the Seahawks uh, next week. Yeah. Well, okay. So let's, before we go super dark down the rabbit hole in this year's, I want to look at last year's draft and stats real quick. If you don't mind me running across. Yeah. Run, run them down. So we had nine picks this year. We have 10 last year. We selected at nine Charles cross, the left tackle that was, you know, I think it was good value. You know, there are some people thinking he was the best pure pass blocking tackle. And uh, he, some people say he fell to us. Other people said it was the right pick or whatever. But anyway, he was a starter. Then at yep. pick 40, we got Boye Mafe, the height, weight, speed freak, uh, defensive end. And he got better over the year and he was a contributor. And then yes. right behind that at 41, we got Ken Walker, the running back. And he was uh, a starter, especially after Penny got hurt. And he actually looked good. And I'm actually looking forward to what he's going to do. Granted, he cannot carry the ball 30 times a game. So we're going to have to find somebody right. in this year's draft. Then and I, have some, I might have somebody that might fill that role just okay. so Hell for later. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So then at 72, third round, I thought. For sure, hands down, we were taking Malik Willis. I thought we were going to take him at nine, and yeah. he just fell, 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 and I would have been fired as a general manager. That We already know this. <laughs> and instead, they took an intelligent person, a right tackle out of Washington State University, Abe Lucas, who was a starter and a pretty good starter. Very good, yes. 109, we took Kobe Bryant, like a slot corner. He won the whatever award, and, uh, you know, he was a contributor. Then at 153, we took Tariq Woolen, lightweight speed freak, no experience, and he was not only a starter, he was our rookie of the year he was amazing. He was Phenomenal. the greatest Seahawks steal in late rounds. And I really hope that he just gets better and better. Definitely. Uh, I'd say he's better than Sauce. I mean, a lot of people didn't throw at Sauce. You know, I know he ended up winning it. He went in the defensive rookie of the year and everything. And, you know, he was shutting down elite people and blah, 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 whatever. But in terms of, you know, I just think the fact that he was a first round, a high first round pick. And Tariq, like you said, fifth rounder, nobody knew anything about him. And he did what he did. I mean, that, that's got to count for something. So. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I, mean, I would say <laughs> Sauce is like better in the run game. He's a little bit more physical. But, man, Tariq, he would make plays on plays that he made mistakes in. Mm -hmm. So there is so much untapped potential here. I just want him to stay healthy at this point. Right. And Sharp is tackling. Yeah. Yep. Well, and, but I don't want him to get hurt either. He's not like super stout. So I don't, I don't know where to draw the line on that. He can't do it all, but for what he is, he is amazing. Exactly. All right. 158. We took Tyreek Smith, a promising outside linebacker defensive end from Ohio state. 
that was hurt all year, but apparently he's ready to go. Fingers crossed. 229, we took Bo Melton, wide receiver. He's not on the team anymore. 233, we took Derek Young, and he was another height, weight, speed wide receiver out of Lenore Ryan or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he is a badass, and he was a contributor, and there are rumors that he might be our third-string wide receiver this year, but we'll see. He's not a, really a slot guy, so Tyler Lockett would have to go inside for that. But promising all the less. Okay, that, that was our draft, and I don't think we got anything in undrafted that was remarkable. I don't think. I don't recall. Yeah, just okay. filling in some depth, some yeah. practice squad guys. Yeah. Okay. So then our team stats for last year were honestly not great. So especially um, on defense where we were 24th in points allowed. We were 29th in rush yards allowed. As a (laughs) fucking Seahawks fan, that's unacceptable. Then... Uh, we were 14th in the pass, which is okay. And then on offense, yeah. we were top 10 in points scored not in at ninth place. We were t- uh, 17th in rush yards, and we were 12th in pass yards. So that is serviceable. Now, obviously, improvable, but not the glaring weakness that is uh, 24th in points. I mean, you can't – it's impressive that we made the playoffs with that. Exactly. All right, so that was 2022. We made the playoffs. Uh, Geno Smith played well, and we got a lot of young guys. There's a lot of potential. Russell Wilson sucks ass, and I burned his jersey, and I don't regret it. And now we got these two more draft picks, and, you know, we're going to turn the tide, and we got to win our division. John, how do we win our division starting with this draft? Well, this draft is very interesting. Like I said, why I'm super excited is because we have the fifth pick, which is the pick we got because we traded Russell, you know, to the Broncos, right? And they were anticipated to have a really good team. So we were thinking, okay, well, we'll probably get like somewhere in late teens, early 20s, right? But they shat the bed, right? Due to coaching, due to, due to players not performing as well as they should have. So they ended up being the fifth worst team, and we get the fifth pick because of that. So woohoo. Um, Thank you. <clears throat> Um, but it's very interesting. Assuming that the Seahawks don't trade, which they, they tend to trade down quite a bit. Um, I put together my draft prospects based off of no trades. There's always a possibility though, especially having two first rounds and stuff. So I think because of the stats you just reeled off, I think the biggest need, and you'll notice this when I go through the players, I hope we draft that I'm going defense heavy. Uh, there's a little smattering of offense in there, but we really need to get, some talent and having the fifth overall pick, we have the opportunity to grab some blue chip defensive talent that we would otherwise not be able to do, be able to do because of how well we usually do every year. So um, would you like me to tell you how I think we can make the biggest impact um, to win the West next year? All right. Well, um, yes, obviously let's before you do that um what would be if you had to pick your top five positions of weakness on the what would 
Well, I'd say all, uh, mostly along the defensive line, right? We have very little depth there, especially we're running the 3-4, right? This is our second year running that new offense after switching from the 4-3. Um, so I think on our depth chart, the only real nose tackle we have is Brian Monet. Um, and I've even heard, heard rumors that because of his contract, he may end up possibly getting cut at some point, but of course we'll have to see how that goes. So definitely nose tackle and our defensive ends and then our linebacking core. I think that's where all of those positions, yeah, our front seven pretty much. So take your pick in there. I think. We're pretty good, I would say, also than probably center. I know we did sign Evan Brown from the Giants, but I think he's just on a one-year deal. And, I mean, he'll be serviceable. But, um, you know, I, I know that's an area that we would want to improve um, as well as our guards. Our guards are serviceable, but I would like to try and improve that area. I think we're good in our secondary for the most part. We're good at running back. We could improve the wide receiver core just a little bit because, like you said, that that third third wide receiver – uh, QB, we're good for now, but we probably want to, you know, project for the future a little bit there. But our tackles are great. Um, yeah, so kicker, punter, just fine in that area. So um, I won't, I, I won't pick a kicker or punter with the fifth overall pick. I don't think that would be a good. Yeah, uh, I'll get laser removal surgery on my arm. So in it, pretty much the interior of the offensive and defensive lines, and then the linebacking core would be my my biggest areas that I would focus on. I agree. I have deep tackle corner center wide receiver three or slot and nose tackle so, <clears throat> or defensive end, whatever. How Cause and the three, four of those E linemen, they're bigger and stouter. They're where's the four, three, you got the fat edge. So I don't right. know how all the three, four is that well, but you know. I'm excited for Drake Jones though, that free agent side. And, he looks like he's going to fit right in as a as. Yes, I, I concur. I'm I'm looking forward to that. He can he can get some pressure in there, which is something we definitely struggled with, which is what allowed teams to run all over the run all over the place and pass all over the place on us. So I'm looking forward to seeing what contributions he can make this year. Okay. All right. Um. I have. I feel, like although, our last five picks are all important. I- like we're going to get some good players in the last five picks i feel like the first five picks five through 83 five, five, well this year we have five 20 37 52 and 83 whereas last year our fifth pick was 109 so mm-hmm. i feel like we can make a splash this year do you want to go off like an ideal uh, first five picks okay. yeah 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 i can do that i, I ran through my Round. I ran through all all seven rounds, all picks. My first choice, second choice, and third choice for most. So I've got, oh, I've awesome. got. A lot. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, let's go. Let's go. Let's. I have an ideal first five. So why don't you go with your ideal first five? I'll follow, and then you finish off the ideal. That ideal. Uh... Okay. All right. So <clears throat> I did something a little interesting with my first couple of picks because there's a lot of uncertainty especially around are the cardinals going to trade out i've heard rumors that houston might not pick a quarterback even though that would probably behoove them because they do also have the 12th pick so i picked a couple of options option 1a and 1b if you will for the pick for the hawks at five okay so the i have a b plan as well so let's hear your a plan okay so pick 
5A, I guess you would say. And the most likely outcome is I would think the Seahawks would select Jalen Carter. I know that there's uh, some issues around his possible character, but his he's literally probably the best prospect in the draft, barring those off the field concerns and possible character issues. So he's my my 5A. Yep, yep. I totally, I totally agree. I have him as the the one player that we should pick. Now, if they if Will Anderson falls to that spot, you know that's cool too. But yeah, I totally agree. Jalen Carter, we just it is off of need, but he is also a blue chip player. Player, he is a freak, and he could be technically generational. So it's just it it's a brain dead pick, and it's fine. Yep, and I have Will Anderson as my five B. So if Anderson's available. Maybe we go that route, but maybe we'd still even go Jalen Carter. I don't know, but those are my five A and five B is Jalen Carter or Will Anderson Jr. So we're we're doing the the uh, defensive line, and then we're taking care of edge possibly. Okay, all right. Either of those. Uh, what do you? Got? So at twenty, um, this is what I'm thinking: the Hawks may trade because th- this is where kind of the run on a lot of a lot of talent would start. So they may trade out of this one, but if they don't. If we pick Jalen Carter with five, I would I would like them to pair him with Nolan Smith, the edge out of Georgia. So you get two guys out of Georgia. I think that would be an awesome combination there. If wow. the Hawks do do uh, Will Anderson at five, then I would love to see Kalijah Cansey uh, out of Pitt okay. uh, with that 20th pick. I would honestly – dude, if they do that, I will be – like, I would cry. I'd be so happy. That would be, like, ideal. I would almost say, like, give up the rest of the picks – if you got either of those combinations, the edge and the and, and the D line person, um, either of those combos, I would be okay. We win this draft. <laughs> yeah, so. absolutely. I mean, it's, I mean, to go from 29th in run defense, we're all, automatically we're just gonna get at least up to 20th. You know, just just with that. <laughs> right, ten spots or so. Yeah, real man. That would. Be what do cool. What do you have at What do you have at 20? So this is my this is my A plan here, and that's uh, in Jigba, that freaky, twitchy slot receiver. Um, he's just so fast. He's polished, catches uh, everything that you could want. And to be honest, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Jalen Carter isn't there at five. I wouldn't be surprised if in the Jigba isn't there at twenty. But you know, I've seen these guys mocked in this play, and they all these teams have all these. Re- there's all the smoke stream. So there's a definite possibility that he is there at 20. And it, I mean, could you imagine having a slot guy, Tyler Lockett on the outside and DK running nine routes with, with Derek young and these, these, you know, tight ends, if we're running two tight end sets or three tight end sets, I mean, it we, we would get, it would be very, very good, especially if we had Ken Walker and, and a solid backup. I mean, Geno Smith would be cooking. And I hate that I just said that, but it would be fucking. <laughs> He'd be cooking with uh, peanut oil or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I like that pig. I, I, I have seen him mocked at that low, but I think that was earlier mocks. I think lately he's been really in the, the early, early, uh, ten, you know, teens. Yeah. Oh. Um, so he could, he could fall though. You never know. And I wouldn't mind that pick either. I think that that third wide receiver, especially the slot, uh, somebody who can fill in for, I mean, once Lockett moves on, you know, I know he's not traditionally a slot guy right now any longer, but uh, to kind of fill that same um, caricature that uh, Tyler tends to fill would be good. Dude, the Chiefs defense isn't bad. The Eagles defense is fucking amazing. And it doesn't matter. 
If you can't put points on the board against Mahomes, it doesn't matter. You true. It, that is, and the best way to score points is through the air, and you know, and third down, and that dude screams yards and third down. So I just I like it on there. I don't think he's gonna. I be, would, but if he's there at twenty and we don't take him, I might like. If it's not like an amazing pick, I might be like, "What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy? Yeah, crazy mofo's." Um, all right. So that's our first round. Um, those are my first choices, mind you. Um, I do have secondary and third ones, but let's just go through our our, our ideal um draft here. Um, round two, pick thirty-seven. Another pick we got from the Russell Wilson trade there. Um, so we get early second round um, value here. I went with sticking to my defensive theme. I have a, uh, a 37A and a 37B again, both linebackers. My Probably my favorite linebacker in this draft is Trenton Simpson yeah. at Clemson. I, he um, is a freak. He is a freak. <laughs> He ran like a four-four, dude. He's he's incredible. Yes, and he's he can play inside and outside very very well. Pressure the quarterback. He's explosive. He can cover in zone, which the Seahawks love to run. Um, he's he's a ball hawk, and he finishes his plays. So it's just a little bit questionable is his run support, but you know what? That's why we're going to be loading up on our uh, defensive line there to 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 help Trenton out with uh, with that um, there. And then um, he might be there. Yeah, he could. He could very well. I mean, I've seen him mocked all over the place. So um, he could go first round. He could go early third. It's just like you never know where he's going to fall. So right. if that doesn't work out, then my 37B would be Drew Sanders, uh, linebacker out of Arkansas. Um, very similar. He's very small. Yeah. he, he, he He's was, like 235. Um, he's more of like – kind of he's better when he's lined up on the edge but he's also he's very similar to Trenton Simpson in in the sense that they're ball hawks they're good at tackling they're good in zone um so I feel like Trenton's my definitely my 37a for sure but um I I wouldn't be I wouldn't bat an eye if if we got Drew Sanders at that spot either yep 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 I agree I agree I 37a is Kylie or Keely Ringo. Ooh, the- he's my second choice. <laughs> he, uh, I mean, this is a. He's he has been mocked to teams in the first round. He's just he's six two. He's got thirty three inch arms. He's a fucking freak. He's played for Georgia. He's just a little bit inexperienced, and he's not as polished as like Christian Gonzalez. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or- I don't, I don't, that Witherspoon guy, he's six foot. He's got shorter arms. He's extremely polished. Um, but I, I don't think he fits the Seahawks bill, whereas Ringo screams Seahawks. And him and Woolen? Boy, um, that would be scary. <laughs> that would be scary. Elite speed. Elite speed. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's my, that's my 37A. And and my thirty seven B is Jack Campbell, the mm. linebacker. He's he is the only true old school linebacker. He's six five, two fifty. His mm-hmm. 
off the charts. His leadership is off the charts. He led uh, the country in tackles. He won some fucking Dick, Dick Buckkiss award. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, always one to see. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, so, and he's, you know, I'm just gonna say he's white. You know, I'm I'm just gonna put it out. <laughs> well, with a name like that, it's it's oh, the whitest oh, name. You <laughs> and I just I I want I want it. Like I have nothing against black players, but just like you know, I, you know, it's kind of fun to see Christian McCaffrey play well, or you know, some of these other. <laughs> um. Yeah, he is actually my second choice for pick fifty-two. So later in the second round, but I don't. Once again, he's somebody I've seen all over the place in mocks. Yeah. Like he's really high, he's really low, he's somewhere in between. So yeah, um, oh no, I don't think he's gonna go first round because what I've heard is he's extremely. He's not a thumper. He's not a smasher. He's just uh, mm-hmm. he's like uh, Bobby Wagner now. You know, more of a mm-hmm. tackler, aware. Although he's really not as good as Bobby Wagner, I really shouldn't say that. But he's just—he's not that. He's no—he looks like a physical presence, and he could turn into a physical presence. As of right now, he's more just making the plays and playing safe, and he's good in the run, and he's good off the ball. He's decent in coverage. You know, some people mm-hmm. like, some people, but he—the reason why I think the Seahawks are going to take him is because he was the fastest at the three cone in the entire combine minus like a couple corners and receivers. Like he, wow. he transitions speed extremely fast. And at, and at that size, come on. Yeah. You don't, you don't see many linebackers at that, that high. you're talking more like six, two, six, three or shorter. Um, yeah. And I do like the fact that he's smart and he, he tends to portray himself more as a leader. I know we brought Bobby back for probably maybe one year. Um, and it would be good to have somebody young like him learn under Bobby so he can continue to thrive as a, as a leader and a smart guy who can kind of be the, the anchor of that defense. So I know that was sort of Jordan Brooks's role before he got injured, but, uh, Jack could, could kind of take up that mantle possibly. Yep. Yep. All right. Yeah. I, I like that. Got it. 52. 52. All right. So my first offensive player at this point um i went with and it's only because i think we really need to address that third wide receiver spot at some point and i thought this would be a good value uh josh downs wide receiver out of unc um okay i don't know who he is yeah so he's um he's got elite acceleration he's really agile he's very good at making difficult catches so very like a la tyler lockett right you know those little tiptoes you know, falling out of the back of the end zone type thing. And he's great uh, with uh, yards after the catch, right? Which is something you need, especially for that slot guy going across the middle, um, making all that. Um, some of the, the downside of him is he is 5'9", 171, so he's pretty small. Um, he can kind of get bullied in press coverage. And obviously being that small blocking is going to be an issue. And he has had some issues with his hands, you know, uh, not necessarily those difficult catches. He can make those ones just fine. But sometimes, you know, as players tend to tend to be in college a little, they can be a little droppy, but I think he would be some pretty good value at that spot, especially considering um, the depth at wide receiver, I think in this range of the draft is pretty good. And I think he kind of fits the bill at least for me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right on. I, I like it. I like it. Uh, I'm waiting. And that, 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 that in Jigba, you know, that third, that third down, those yards, that safety net, 100%. I'm, I'm totally on board. 
Mm-hmm. All right, and fifty-two A for me, I have Dion Henley, the super mm-hmm. backer out of Washington State. I mean, yeah, I'm biased, but he's also <laughs> a legit athlete, and he's a little bit older. He's like twenty-three, almost twenty-four, but um, he's smart, quick, physical, around the ball all the time, always making plays. Great in the combine, great in the Senior Bowl. And uh, he's he's just ready to contribute right away. Yeah, I like it. So I like it. You went linebacker, linebacker. Yep. I like that. It's a good. To be now, the, this is just kind of like an excuse to get names out there that I want. Now, if like <laughs> is Mozzie Smith, like if we uh, thirty-seven, I'm totally cool with that. He is not a pass rusher. He is a nose tackle. <laughs> He is a run stuffer. He is a mountain of a man, and it requires two people to stop him every play. And do not play him on third down unless it's third and one. But he's <laughs> the best run stopper in the draft. No questions asked. He's out of Michigan. He smashes face, and I want him. Okay. Yeah, I, I've seen his name too, and I was very tempted, uh, very tempted to put him in here somewhere. But I was just like, ah. Where do I put him? Where do I put him? So, it's not, it is the least sexy high round, <laughs> but it's a safety blanket of warmth and security. And we mm. would have won that stupid fucking Raiders game in overtime if we had Mozzie Smith on the nose. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Like I said, all we have is Brian Monet on our depth chart at this point. So, that would definitely fill, fill out that depth chart a little bit. Um, yeah. He seems to be, yeah, a good, like the best probably nose tackle prospect. Yep. Um, all right. Now that's our round one and two. That's where a lot of the excitement happens. But like you said, I didn't have a B. I didn't have a B. Oh. My B stopped in, in round two. <laughs> I felt like it was a little easier to, to kind of narrow it down after after the yep. first 37. But. All good. But I did have Jack Campbell as my second choice, not necessarily a 1B, but he was my second if if Josh Downs wasn't there or didn't make sense. Um, so I was jumping to round three, yep. uh, pick 83. Um, I'm not sure if he'll be available here. I was almost – I originally had him at pick 52. So I almost – because wide receiver I don't think is as big of a need as this position – but so maybe I might flip flop him. But anyway, at 83, he might not be there. But I had probably the bet who I perceive to be the best center in the draft is Joe Tipman uh, okay. out of Wisconsin. Yeah. I have uh, 83B, absolutely. Yeah, I have because you know you got John John Michael Schmitz, um, who I think is super strong, <laughs> super strong, but not very athletic. And right. then you got Luke Weifler who I think is not very strong, but he's very athletic. And I think Joe Tipman is the combination of those two because he's very strong. He's very athletic. Um, he moves well in the run game. He sticks to pass rushers. Very good with lateral movement, which is something you know you need, especially when you're doing those when, when those guys are pulling. Um, he can attack folks at the second level and even the third level. The one thing where um, he does have a little bit of a downside is he's 6'6", which is huge for a center, right? So he's going to get kind of out leveraged sometimes. Um, um, but other than that, I see him as like the ideal person to be behind Evan Brown that first year 
to learn, learn up a little bit, learn the system a bit. And then that second year, just be like our starting center for, totally for, for the rest of his life. Um, I'm super excited to see where, if we can pick him up in the third round, it might be hard to do. So we might have to grab him in that late second, but. Oh, for sure, man. Sure. Well, if, if John Snyder pulls the, the, you know, the gun on, if Jalen Carter, Will Anderson are all available, drafts Richardson, you know, it's going to be like, well, that's not what I wanted, but I trust John Snyder. You know, it's just like whatever mm-hmm. you guys are doing, it's like, okay, I think I think we'll be okay here, you know. But Right. I'm, I have – and there's a couple others that we might – uh, the third or fourth round that are also viable. I mean, surprisingly, center is pretty deep this year, so I think we'll be okay as long as we get one. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. That's our top five picks. Uh, let me throw in a crazy draft. I did a this, mm-hmm. but could be fun. <laughs> what do you got? Warming up to. Tyree Wilson, the okay. tech defensive end, six five or six seven, two seventy with like one hundred inch arms, and <laughs> you know, like if if Jalen Carter's on the board and we just take, it's just like, yeah, you know, he's gonna be good in the run. He's decent enough in the pass. He's an absolute physical specimen. Freak show. He's just going to be annoying to, and he's going to wear teams out. He's just so big, so strong, and you know he's not the fastest, but he. I mean, he's just a bulldozer, and he. I think he would fit the three-four uh, scheme pretty well. Oh, very much so, and he'd just be disruptive, right? I mean, that was one thing the Seahawks didn't do very consistently was even be just disruptive. Not that they didn't sack a lot but that they just weren't putting a lot of pressure on folks, which kind of let, let folks do sort of what they wanted, which is why we had such poor defensive numbers. So I agree. I, he was my second choice outside of Jalen Carter and Will Anderson as, as 5A and 5B. He, was, he would be my second go-to um, in that spot for sure. So then at 20, I have Miles Murphy. Same. <laughs> defensive end from Clemson. The um, Mel Kuyper mock, right? He's just going to be – whoever gets him, he's just going to be a pain in the division side for, like, five, ten years. You know? He's not going to be the best, but he's just always going to be there consistent, you know? Mm-hmm. And then at 37, I have the quarterback, Hayden Hooker from Tennessee. You know, he got hurt last year. He offense, but he's consistent. He's reliable. He doesn't turn the ball over. He's fast when healthy, so – if they pull, if they draw, you know, or they if they draft his name, you know, that would be fine. Mm-hmm. Then at uh, fifty-two, I have um, Darius Rush. A <laughs> he's a cornerback, Carolina. He he's he's got thirty-four inch arms, and he like a four-four forty, and. He's not that good, but neither was Tariq Woolen. So, I, uh, you know, <laughs> with this shit, you know. And Rush was a former receiver too, and I'm I'm kind of partial to him because of the last name. Yeah, so. dude, that's what's up, dude. Hell yeah. 
So if we, I mean, I saw, I was just, honestly, I don't even know who he is. I was just going off of WalterFootball.com and I was just looking for height, weight, speed guys. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Yep. He'll do. He'll do just fine. It's funny you mention him at 52 because I have him as our fourth round pick at 123. So I don't know. I don't know where he'll go, but it seemed more like fourth round, late third round, but I have him as my number one choice for fourth round. Yeah. I don't know, man. With the success of three people and I don't think Fourth, but. You never know. You never know. <clears throat> All right, crazy, crazy, uh, crazy draft number eighty-three. Pick eighty-three. Who do you got? Uh, I have uh, John Michael Smith, the more of the uh, mauling, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. I picked um, my second choice was Marvis Mims or Marvis M- Marvin <laughs> Marvis. <laughs> Who would yeah. be? He's, he fucking named Marvis. <laughs> he's receiver, right? Yeah, uh, Marvin Mims, wide receiver at Oklahoma. Um, 5'11", 1, 183, so kind of, you know, not super tall for a wide receiver, but very uh, very vertically threat- threatening from the slot. Um, yeah, totally. And he's, he's good in a uh, return, return game, too, so runs good routes, good yards after the catch, so... I don't know if he'd be there at 83, but if he was, he was kind of my my go-to for second choice at that spot. Okay. All right. Um, and then do you have – you said you feel – I didn't do any uh, ideal situations for the last five picks. I just have a bunch of players that I would like for them to get uh, in the rounds, and I'm just going to let them worry about the rankings or whatever. But what do you, what do you got for the list? Yeah, so I've got rounds four and five. And then for six, I had a name that I just threw out there. And then seven, I just was looking for some depth. So like I already teased a little earlier, my uh, round four, pick 123, I had Darius Rush, the cornerback out of South Carolina. Love yeah. love the size and length and the speed yeah. um, and his ability to make play on the ball. And he's excellent in zone coverage, which, like I said, the Seahawks played all the time and it never seemed like we knew what to do during that. So anyway, that's who I had in, in round four. Um, then jump into round five, pick 151. I had Yaya Diaby, who is uh, I love and outside. I love the name. I saw the name and I was like, I love the name, but I, I kept seeing him in, in different mocks and stuff. He's out of Louisville. Um, he's long. He's got good base. He can power through blockers. He can, when going around the edge, he can convert his speed to power um, as, he, as he, beats his, he beats the tackles there. Um, very good with stunts and twists, and he's just super explosive. Um, he is super tall, though, so he's got the leverage issue. Oh, okay. uh, lacks the hip bend um, that you look for out of out of those guys rushing rushing or off the edge there, um, and not necessarily um, has the awareness right to diagnose plays that are going on. But uh, I just love the name and love the fact that he's he's got a pretty good repertoire of, in terms of stunts and twists. Um, yeah. So that's um, who I had there at our first pick in the fifth round. Okay. And earlier in the pod, we were talking about we don't want Kenneth Walker to be running 30 times a game. And I completely agree with you because we don't want to just wear people down and have them only last two or three years in the league. So this is where I thought we could possibly have a potential steal in the draft. Not necessarily taking him really low when he should have gone high or anything, but I think my favorite running back based off of the value that we get at this pick is Dwayne McBride 
out of University of Alabama, Birmingham. Um, Yeah, he is. What does what what is his dimensions? What does he do? So he is. I think he's six one two oh nine. I think. So he's so he's he's got some good good size to him. He's not super small. Um, so he's super powerful though. So he's very, very powerful. Kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Chris Carson a little bit in that regard. He's patient. So he can kind of diagnose plays and say, Oh, there's my cutback or whatever. He can accelerate very well and he's always falling forward. So he's not like Sean Alexander who kind of goes side to side or whatever. He's a lot like Marshawn Lynch, always pushing forward and falling forward. So that's very good for those third down short yard situations. I feel, um, some of the downside, he's not very elusive at all. Like you're going to be able to see him. He's not going to be able to get away from, from you by juking or or spinning or anything. He's pretty much absent in the pass game, which I feel like for those short third yard downage plays um, isn't necessarily an issue. And he has had issues with fumbles. So that's where I'm thinking like, if he can clean that up, maybe sort of develop his, his, his passing game a little bit. um, I think he could be, he could be potentially a home run. And like you said, to kind of pair him along with, you know, DJ Dallas and, and uh, Kenneth Walker. I think that could be a really good, really good spot. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it a lot. Keep going. Yeah. And kind of my second choice, and this might be, I don't know if it's just like a, a reach, I guess you could say, but Deuce Vaughn, have you heard the name Deuce Vaughn at a K state? <laughs> he's super small which is a good thing and a bad thing it's very uh darren sproles he's been sort of comp to, to darren sproles a little bit um so people can't see him behind a line of scrimmage which makes him by the time you see him he's already gone uh very good with his agility good speed and acceleration and he's a receiving threat uh like i said he's pretty much uh um, um darren sproles 2.0 um Size not very good. He's not good at picking up blitzers because they'll just pretty much demolish him. So if Jack Campbell was rushing in at him, he would just flatten him like a pan- pancake. Um, and not very good in short yardage. So if you're looking for that third down back that can really push push you across there, he's not your guy. Um, so that was kind of my my second choice for that fifth round pick there, the second fifth round pick. Um, got a sixth and a seventh here. Sixth, I just threw down the name because I hadn't picked a quarterback at this point. I did pick for kind of my wild pick five possibly going Anthony Richardson I have a lot of a lot of trepidation which is why I put him as my possible third choice but to sort of address quarterback issues not that this guy would be a superstar necessarily but just to provide some depth and give uh, um, Drew Locke some competition there for backup but I I, I, I liked what I saw at a Clayton Tune quarterback out of Houston um, I put that as the sixth round pick that seems pretty pretty good projection for him um, and then for seventh, I just said something along the lines of D line linebacker O line depth. So I didn't pick a name particularly out of that, but right on. Like yeah, it. yeah. Appreciate you doing that. Okay, all right. So I don't know where these guys rank, but I know for sure I had Deuce Vaughn on my. Uh, guy, um, and then to stay on running back. I really mm-hmm. um, Hank Bigsby, <laughs> uh, whoever that Alabama, whatever dude you were talking about. This is the same guy. All and mashes. Although he seems like he's going to go pretty early for a running back, so it may not happen. But he, I think he'd be. An- 
compliment. And with a name like Tank, you can't say no, right? I mean, if, if we had Mac Strong back as fullback and, and Tank, so you had Mac and Tank, <laughs> that would be. <laughs> I draft a guy named Tank Bigsby. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, um, also another, there's three other running backs that I am super cool with if we take them in the fourth round or later. Tajay uh, Spears out of Tulane. Mm hmm. The, all three of these guys, they are all scat backs. They're all third down backs and returners or potential okay. returners. They're just – they're quick. They're one-cut runners, and they just go. Um, another one that I like is uh, Sean Tucker out of Syracuse. Same thing. And then another one, Dave Arcane, running back Texas A&M. He is actually an Olympic sprinter. He's stupid. What? He's he's. I mean, none of these guys catch the ball like super well. I mean, Tajay Spears actually is. He's a baller. He he'll probably go before the other two. Um, but these other guys, they're just. I just they're like little sprolzy kind of guys. So yeah, yeah. Love to see these guys late round. Another guy that I really was surprised at. Um was Makai Blackman, the slot corner, uh, or he's a corner for USC, but I think he'd fit really well uh, with USC. He's he's shorter, but he has long arms. He was productive, um, but uh, I, he's going, I think he was undersized, and he, he only played corner for like one year, but, um, or he was hurt or something like that. Okay. Yeah, it just seems like a value pick. Uh, there's another guy, a guard, Nick Brocker out of Old Miss. He's just a mauler. He just, mm. he's just, he, he's just crazy grip strength, and he always is going forward. He actually gets penalized for going uh, too far forward. He's just too. <laughs> he's, like a Bruno Giacomini. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is him. He just, he's an angry fuck, and I want him on the team. <laughs> There's another guy, Noah Sewell, linebacker out of Oregon. I don't think we're going to get him. I think he's going to go pretty mm-hmm. good. He's just a physical freak. He's not very good in the passing game. We'll and uh, over another out of Tennessee, just a, okay, yeah. a, a, a reliable linebacker. I just really – I know we're going to take a linebacker in this draft. and We got to. I'm, I'm just trying to learn about him, to be honest. Then there's another speed freak. Um, DJ Turner, a cornerback out of Michigan, he might go in the second or third round. It really depends, but he's just he's just another one of those lightweight speed guys, and and he was Michigan as well. He's just not as popular. Yeah, I was debating between him and uh, Keely Ringo um, for my second choice there in the 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 second round. So. Um. I went with Ringo, but I had him on my list at one point too. Wasn't as productive as the other one, so he might, you know, I don't know. And then the other uh, the late round guy I really like is uh, Jalen Hyatt out of the wide receiver, quick little wide receiver out of Tennessee. Tennessee had a fuck of a squad. They did. <laughs> I mean, wide receiver six two, and he's a freaking freak. So um, I'm I'm that guy as well. You said late. What what round were you thinking he was going to go? Because I had him somewhere on my for my third my third choice for a particular round. But I, I'm curious where you thought you saw him going. Like third or fourth. Really? 
You think he's going to go earlier than that? I yeah, I I think so. Um, just based off, I think once we hit like pick twenty where the Seahawks go, I think that's where really the big run on wide receivers is going to go. I think you're going to see a lot of them go in the you know in the second you know late first and early second round. And I I had him as a potential third option for our pick thirty seven. Yeah, I I believe I, it. I believe it. it mm-hmm, really, he, there's certain teams that just fall in love. With- kids and and I, I i did as well so i i could totally agree with that yeah but i wouldn't mind pick if if you could get somebody like that in the third or fourth round shit yeah go for it man yeah <laughs> for sure you know hey i live in my happy snow globe so i'm just gonna stay yeah there. you do you really do i like that speaking of happy snow globes uh i beat you on the best name of the draft his name is puka nakua wide receiver EY. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> what? I, I think yeah, 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 yeah. That is a good That's name. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Or uh, Deuce Vaughn dropping a deuce and you, you know, <laughs> whatever. But, or Rush. Darius Rush. I mean, you can't say no to the guy named, last name Rush. Dude. He's got to be good. Absolutely. Um, okay, and then I have some other players that I – I would be cool with if we drafted them out of theory. <laughs> Joey Porter Jr., he's mm-hmm. going to go in the first round, maybe top of the second, but I doubt it. He's just – he screams Seahawks. He's 6'3". He's a physical freak. He put, He's the best press corner in the game. And some people have him going in the top ten. If we take him at – yeah. 20, if we take him at 20, that means the Seahawks absolutely fucking love this guy. And they had him value in the top 10, but they had to go some other way. You know, I'll be I'll be hyped if they get him. Another guy mm-hmm. that I'm cool with is if, if Bryce Young, you know, because remember when they were talking about, oh, Richardson's awesome and CJ Stroud is awesome and the Cardinals, they might go Will Anderson or whatever. And then mm-hmm. Bryce Young was falling to five. If Bryce Young falls to five, I'm totally cool with that. And to be honest, if they draft Richardson, the quarterback, at five, I'm cool with that too. One, uh, yeah. If now another super pick is if we take Christian Gonzalez at like Mm. Raiders to like seven or something like that, get a couple picks, and then take a cornerback at seven. And put him, I mean, he's an immediate day one impact player at corner. And we put him across Tariq Woolen. I mean, they're trying to replicate LOB all over again. And I, how do you not get excited for that? Yeah, I would say if we traded back a few spots, then possibly. I mean, I like I said, I'm still just a little, I mean, yeah, you got to look at the best player available at that point. And if it is Christian, then go for it. But I mean, I, I really think we need help in the front seven there. So I think, you know, if you have a blue chip player available at five or even seven, like, you know, Jalen Carter, uh, I mean, even though I know there's some risk with that, but, but I mean, there's yeah. depth in this, in this draft. So like, let's say mm-hmm. that Gonzalez and then, you know, then they come back and they'll get like Mozzie Smith or this freaking True. with Will McDonald freaking tweener guy, you know, um, just really good in the run and potential pass rusher that you play in the 3-4. Thir- 
you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's the one thing I didn't take into real account was the possibility to trade since we do have the two first picks. It's like, if we possibly trade our fifth just to trade down a couple of spots, or do we trade our 20th down like three or four or five spots and pick up maybe another third rounder with that or something? I know. I mean, that's just kind of their MO. And so it's, I didn't really take that into account when doing, doing all this stuff. So, I mean, there's, yeah, for that yeah. <laughs> no way that John Snyder stands pat on all 10 picks. And to be honest, he probably doesn't stand pat on the first five picks that we have. Mm-hmm. Gonna get he he last year he went the most chalk he's ever done in his entire career as a Seahawks. I just don't see doing that again this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see him. And there's so much, I think there's so much value. I mean, obviously there's a ton of value at pick five and pick 20, but there's so many good players, I think, in the second and third and even fourth round. Dude, that just another mauler. Yeah, yeah. We need maulers. There's so many maulers in this draft. Just, just, they're not the physical freaks. They're not the fastest. They're just fucking football players. Just grab them and forget about it and just get something else. Plug and play, man. Plug and play. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking beef and meat and walls and hands. Just get them out there. Yeah. I mean, whatever happens, I'm just super excited. I feel like that there's just a lot of potential here. Whatever the Seahawks do, trade down, trade up. You know, it's – they. I mean, they've got 10 picks, which is a lot going – I mean, I know going into what was the last year's draft, we only had like, what, six picks or something, but then we ended up trading and getting up to nine or something like that. And so it's – there's always wheeling and dealing going on in this draft, just not even from a Seahawks perspective, but just in general is so crazy because you don't know is Houston going to go quarterback because everybody thinks so, or because they have the 12th pick, they might settle for something like Will Levis and go with a, uh, you know, defensive player at pick two. And then what are the Cardinals going to do? Is anybody really, yeah, it's just, there's so much up in the air with inside the top 10 that you just, it, 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 yeah, it's, you won't know until you're there, uh, you know, until it's live and, uh, (laughs) then we'll just see what happens. But I'm super excited regardless. Oh, yeah. Well, and if Tyreek Smith actually plays really well, nine out of the ten draft picks last year will be contributors. And if we can get <laughs> aim, if we can get nine – or no, eight out of the nine – Eight of the – Bo Melton. Bo Melton's the only one. <laughs> are contrib- if we can get eight contri- contributions again out of these ten draft picks, oh, boy. Ah, dude. And, and you know what's going to be crazy is we just have to watch. Okay, we did not play well against the Niners last year. They swept us. They beat us three times in a row. We looked decent in the playoffs until uh, after- late third quarter. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, well, let's prevent this and let's prevent that. How do we get home field advantage, you know? And they're just going to really harshly review themselves last year. And they're just going to be honest now. John uh, John Snyder just came out and said he's not gonna he's not gonna draft for need, even though he's completely aware that the D line is a problem. He's not drafting need. He says they do their best work drafting best player available. So I don't okay. know. Hey, you guys better come up and trade and get that last QB and you know you know, I don't I don't know what kind of poker he's playing, but uh, I do know that I will be watching the draft Thursday night. Uh, maybe maybe I won't be sitting down. Is a strong. <laughs> It'd be like you're watching an actual game, Seahawks game. 
Dude, for real. And what's crazy? Come on, Schneider, what the fuck? Get your pick up there quicker. Well, and it's fun because you learn all these players and then you get disappointed until your team picks. Because it's like, I wanted him. No. Yeah, fuck. What are we going to do now? Yeah, exactly. It's like an emotional roller coaster, but I'm super excited. Yeah, I'll probably even watch day two as well, you know, because there's so many, you know, I like I said, high what I perceive as high value picks. Oh yeah, um, even in the third and fourth round, I think so. Um, yeah, and then I'll just catch what happens in, on day three. But um, yeah, it's it's going to be very entertaining to see how everything shakes out. Oh yeah, well, uh, you got anything else to add? I really appreciate you doing this, man that's you know that was what i was hoping to get done is just kind of my my thoughts on that and um yeah just super excited i'm just curious to see what kind of potential trade trade value there might be um for the seahawks if we if we don't just stick with our 10 picks which i highly doubt we will do so right 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 yep all right well craft a long snapper or a kicker at five i'm i'm done (laughs) oh my gosh um out of five you never know i mean you know that's what john schneider best best player available right if it's yeah. a kicker it's a kicker <laughs> he's like six two and his legs are like 50 inches long yeah you need that you need that on your team awesome awesome right on well thank you thank you man i really appreciate it and yeah i, I can't this draft anytime man i love doing this kind of stuff i could talk sports all day i know fuck the podcast <laughs> awesome all right bro well hey i, I got my 20 bucks they did mariners just won five two so i'm happy <laughs> congrats um, man don't spend it all in one place now oh yeah no i'll probably buy some fucking dude i've been loving these fountain pens dude i'm gonna just gonna like show up at your house and show you all these fountain pens i have Look, hey, hey, John, look here. I got some sweet fountain pens. You want to check them out, bro? <laughs> I'm so I, I, I don't even care anymore. I, w- I would love to see you show up at my door. <laughs> I would love it. I'll fucking do it. Just do it. Just show up, bro. <laughs> awesome. All right, bro. All right. We'll catch y'all later. All right. Take care, man. All right. Bye-bye. See you.